and we were playing guitar here in the basement. So we had literally all the guitars set up, the drums, and someone was singing. And you know the whole the concept of like the disappointed dad, like just yeah. look. So watching anime, like all these things, never got the disappointed dad look. That more just confused kind of stare and walking yeah. away. Just like yeah, whatever. The one time in my life where I never <laughs> ever got the disappointed dad stare, we were down in the basement all playing Guitar Hero, doing that. And I just remember him walking by, just watching us for a few minutes. And I turned around, and he just had the look of disappointment like, on his face. Like, you and have he an was actual just, bass guitar. Yeah. Play that. <laughs> no, it was literally just the look of like, what the fuck did I do? What the what the fuck happened yeah. in life? What and did I was, do to fail as a father? Because it was te- we were terrible. Like, <laughs> I think actually I forget who was singing, but one of them was singing no street no sleeps like the streets of. No Sleep to Brooklyn or whatever. Oh, okay. In, like, this, like, really bad monotone. <laughs> and it was like, this is bad. <laughs> Didn't you guys try and do a band at one point? We don't need to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, guys. I'm Bill, also known as the Barbecue Games on Instagram. And I'm Alex, his sister brings only chaos and together we are the gaming and collecting podcast a mostly video game centered podcast but half the time we just talk about anime and that collecting thing well that's mostly just a implication at best so come along and enjoy us on this adventure as we discuss the games that shaped us so good <laughs> it came out of nowhere it well anyways good. how you been <laughs> well uh i guess a big thing that happened was uh we got sick yeah i got i got especially sick um mm-hmm. i was super sick i had to take a couple of days off of work um so we haven't recorded in a while and if i sound a little funky it's because i'm still a bit congested because allergies are now kicking and in it's so humid it as won't... shit today and oh yeah a whole lot of things <laughs> Yeah, I feel like the way... I was talking to it with my hairdresser. Uh, I got my hair done yesterday. And um, we were chatting, and, like, we really were, like... It literally went from, like, 50 to, like, 80 out of nowhere. And it wasn't even gradual. It just kind of happened. Well, that's called... <coughs> <coughs> Sorry. That's called living in New England. Oh, yeah. And New England. New England is a very random place in terms of the weather. Yeah. But anyways, so it has been a bit. I mean... I think last time we talked, so keep in mind, people, there's like a, a, two, a two month gap between when the episodes come out and when they're recorded. Yeah. <laughs> so if, if we say anything, just keep that in mind that it's probably not the same day or time. Yeah. But yeah, so it's it's starting to warm up. Summer's coming. Yep. Um, How many weeks have you been working your new job now? I'm going on week four. Week four. Yep. I'm yeah. finally getting paid again, which is Yay. great. The job saga is finally over. Yeah, we're both employed. Both employed. At the same place. Yep, no, no. <laughs> we never see each other except the other day where I took a creeper photo. Yeah, where she was taking creep, creeper shots through, like, this one door that doesn't open. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was fun. But yeah, so I've been getting through that. Now our new saga is the finding a house saga, but... Finding an apartment saga. Yeah, a place to live, so... Yeah, which... Oh my god, it's so hard. Mm-hmm. It's so hard, but... Mm. But other than that, not much is going on. Uh, we've been really just chilling out, watching 
She's been on a One Piece binge because she's been sick and hasn't been able to leave her room. Yeah. Um, also, Stardew Valley binge. I've been oh. playing a ton of Stardew Valley. You you live off of Stardew if Valley. If anyone knows is good at fishing and can catch me the last fish I need, I think it's like a tuna or something. I don't know. It's a fish, and I need it. And if anyone can catch it for me, I'd really appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah. But no, other than that, like... Um, been watching a few animes. I'm trying to catch up on certain things, like uh, still watching Yashahime as that's coming out. Mm-hmm. Only a few more episodes of that before that's wrapped up. Yep. Dub wise, anyways. Mm. I'm also gradually following Spy Family, which is Yay. a very interesting show, very wholesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I get a lot of Comey vibes, a lot of all sorts of sorts of uh, modern anime vibes. Yep. And then I'm also in the background watching Kagurasama. Love is War. Yes. Because Alex I finally that got me to watch that. Well, because I, I, I knew if he liked Comey, I thought he would kind of like this one. He might like this one, and he ended up liking it, so woohoo. Hmm. I guess other than that, I'm like, I do have a collecting update. They're very slow lately, because I don't currently have access to most of my collection, but mm. uh, I bought a couple more Switch games. I mostly got um, Rune Factory 5. Yeah. So, because... I enjoy me some RPGs with farming elements. <laughs> nice. Not so much the farming. I like. I just enjoy RPGs, and Rune Factory is a fun one. Mm. And then this one was mostly an indulgence buy, but um, I bought Neptunia X Saren Kagura Ninja Wars oh. uh, because these are two very hilarious series that are kind of stupid, but I enjoy because they're fascinating. Huh. Um, and is it a fighting game? Or I don't really it... know. I think it's an RPG. Oh. They're both... Well, Neptunia is an RPG series, and um, Saren Kagura is like a beat 'em up platformer kind of weird, weird thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I I enjoy both of them for various reasons, but um, yeah. So I picked those two up. So two more Switch games for the collection. I'll be sure to talk about them on my blog at some point. Yep. But besides that, nothing else. Um, there's really nothing major coming out right now. No. Uh, no manga updates either. Been pretty chill, and Alex hasn't... We're saving up for Anime Boston. We'll be sure to be doing a podcast yeah. on that one at some point. Yeah, we'll be podcasting and hopefully getting a bunch of figures then. Well, you'll be getting your figures. Yeah, that's what I'm playing. I can't wait. I mean, the last one I've gotten was my Luffy one, which I love that Luffy one because he's so wholesome. Uh, but I do want some more. The itch is here, and I need to scratch it. Yep. But anyways, so now... Bill. Very violently. Ow! Abuse! Abuse! I think I hurt myself more there than you did. But anyways, (laughs) um, so we do have a topic for this week, and it is another unique one that we haven't... Unique Unork. We've kind of of brought this up in the past, (laughs) um, but now we're going to just do a full-on episode of it. We're going to talk rhythm games. Yeah. And rhythm games are a major part of gaming, I'd say. Yeah. Um, they've been around pretty much... So what, when, you th- when was the first real rhythm game? That's my a good question Dance Dance here. Revolution? I... De- 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 you know, de- 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 I don't really know. Well, no, they were popular. Okay, so the 70s, Electro... I, oh, I guess Simon, technically, if you want to talk rhythm games. Oh, yeah, like the little like thing with the colors, Yeah, right? the, Simon, the uh, 
So fun fun fact about Simon that I always found very interesting is uh, Simon is at, was created by Ralph Ralph Bear, who was actually the creator of um, the Magnavox Odyssey. Oh. <laughs> and one of the funniest things ever was um, obviously the the Odyssey was not the most um, was uh. was not the most successful. I mean, it's the first. Yeah. It was the first console ever made. Yep. Um. But in reality, it was not the most successful thing, and Atari pretty much ripped it off and made it signif- <laughs> and ma- made it better, and just fully, basically ran away with this, that yeah. gaming at the time. So Ralph Bear then later made the Simon, and what's f- the most hilarious thing about the Simon is the Simon is actually a ripoff of an Atari game called Touch Me, <laughs> which was the similar idea of you know it's the light up colors, colors. You match the colors. The thing about the Simon is though. Simon added the musical cues and mm. made it a lot more user-friendly yeah. to the point where when Atari decided to saw this, they decided to make their own... Um, they, they decided to make their own portable version and everyone just called it a Simon ripoff. <laughs> and R- Ralph Bear pretty much made most of his, his money off of the Simon at that point because it was huge. Wow. I think everyone had a Simon back I in the day. I think that you can still buy them to mm. this very day. Well. It's a popular toy. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because there was a lot of other things like that. Like, you remember the Bop It, right? Oh, yeah. Twist It. Screw It. Those are all kind it. of rhythm games in a lot, a lot no, of sense. No, yeah. But, I mean, those were, like, the shit in, like, mm. elementary school and, like, primary school. Because it's, like, during recess, the Game Boys were banned. But for some reason, that wasn't. Yeah. So you I were... Guess you could get somewhat active playing it. I, I guess. Um, so, yeah, we had Simons and... Boppets mm-hmm. and all these different wacky things. Yeah. But when I think when people truly think of the term rhythm game, mm-hmm. I think the first one that really comes to mind would probably be. Dance so, Revolution? it's interesting. Dance Dance Revolution is usually what I think of, mm-hmm. but I don't think it was the first. No, I saw something about like the power pad. Well, like yeah, the, there was Nintendo. the power pad, but that was more of a Well, it's a, no, it was, game. um, it says here that, wait, looking at, there was a game called Dance Aerobics. There was, true, which, and it did use the power pad. Yeah, so. 1987, wow. Yeah. Um, it's funny, though, this game must have not been particularly... Popular. Oh yeah, it's the it's the rare B side of the power pad that no one ever talks about. There was a B side. Yeah, the power pad was double sided. There was two. Oh. You'd flip it over, and there was different things on the other side. That's this game. Basically, like a Dance Dance Revolution pad. Yeah. <laughs> See, this game is interesting because a it's an NES game, and I don't know how much you're gonna get out of that. Mm-hmm. See, I think there's a reason why this one doesn't get talked about, because it's really just unremarkable, mm. kind of in a sense. It's more of a piece of history than anything. Yep. Because then, I guess, it's funny, because Dance Dance Revolution is what we think of, but in reality, it didn't. Dance Dance Revolution didn't come out until 98. Hmm. That's so funny. Well, I guess, like, for us, it was really part of our childhood, so... Well, it's because we grew up in the 90s, like, mm-hmm. 95. I was born 95, you were 96, so it's like... Dance Dance Revolution was a, came out right around the point where uh, we were first, like, starting to become cogs... Cos, cosing it? Mm-hmm. To, um... 
video games at the time. Yeah. And Dance Dance Revolution, uh, we're just going to get into it now, was huge. Yeah, it still is big. I, I yeah. have that PlayStation game still. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, we actually do have that. Um, and I always remember because it... People going to the arcade and seeing a Dance Dance Revolution cabinet mm-hmm. is always like a cool thing, especially one with like the full back bars and shit. Oh yeah, because the people who can like really get into like Dance Dance Revolution, they fucking go hard. Oh yeah, like it is insane. Like I, I'm terrible at it. I, I've never been great at like the, no, the stand up rhythm games. <laughs> um, and I watch and I'm like, holy shit. No, me and my, um, one of my really close friends, we went to this bar in Worcester that was basically like an arcade bar, which was sick, um, but they had Dance Dance Revolution, and we were playing it, and after we were playing it, we saw someone else use it who was, like, much superior at Dance Dance Revolution than we were. Oh, yeah, some of those guys can fucking move. Oh, yeah, but, like, there's different, I didn't realize there was different levels, so it's, like, beginner, and then, like... Uh, advanced and then like super advanced and uh-huh. like we accidentally like selected super advanced and like put it back out and it was like we were like just flailing everywhere just trying to hit it was it was hilarious yeah. and then those people came along and were just killing it and we were like wow i love watching people play because it's like <coughs> you just watch their feet go and you're like holy crap like, I love when they get on, like, the back bar and they're, like, doing all yeah, this, like, like they're, like, crazy shit. they, like, use it to, like, balance and, like, with some of, like, the movements and stuff. Like, it's, like, holy It's, what's funny about dance... It's a workout. It is. We were sweating after doing that. What's funny, too, is the series is still... It's one of the few things Konami does still that's good. Because I always... You go and you see it, and... They're still making them. Like, they just released Dance Dance Revolution A3 in 2022. And, you know, they're still killing it. I mean, it's probably... It's one of those arcade machines that still probably gets brought over here all the time, too. Oh, yeah. But Dance Dance Revolution was definitely one of them. And it it spawned a lot of uh, uh, competitors and copycats as well. Yeah. Like, pump it up. Pump it up. Pump it up. Which is just the same basic concept, and then there was also um, in the groove. I knew of, I know about in the groove. I've seen that one before. Huh. Um, and I think Konami actually owns the rights to in the groove now. In the groove. It's a similar thing. It's an upright dancing game. Is it like have its own arcade cabinets? Probably, or it's more of a home version. I don't know. Do you remember the home version of Dance Dance Revolution we had? Yes. And especially that the mat smelled really bad. The mat, yeah, well, it was like this, like... So the home mats always were terrible. Hmm. Like, there's... So you can get good, like, home mats that are, like, these solid, like, platforms to actually play with. Yeah. But they are so expensive, so a lot of oh, the times yeah. instead you'll get the little flimsy... Little flimsy, like, rubbery mat plastic. That slips on the floor and isn't really fun. Yeah, and also just smells horrible. Like, the one we had, just, like, the immediate first time we opened it it just smelled. well because they have all those like packaging like things on it to keep it from going molding mm. um yeah so i remember that i remember we were terrible at it too oh no, yeah mat. we were so bad it, it was so much to the point where i was using the mat to play other video games yeah just to try because <laughs> that's what kids do yeah um and i always remember that one and then one of my favorite ddr spin-offs of all time was dance dance revolution mario mix <laughs> just because there's just something funny about that there's something hilarious i have the game i don't have the actual pad that goes with it though because 
let's face it, I don't have space for that. <laughs> and if I'm going to really play it, I'm not going to play the actual game <laughs> that way. But um, Another rhythm dancing game for the infamous iToy. Oh, iToy Groove. Groove. iToy Groove. It just popped up, and I, re- I remember. We own that, right? Yeah. It's, we definitely did, because well, it was We amazing. did own it. I don't know where it is. Yeah. Um, so the fun fact about iToy Groove is it is literally... So the fun thing about the iToy, we talked about it in our motion control games, mm-hmm. motion, uh, our alternate controller episodes, but um, what's funny about a lot of iToy games is that most of them could have literally just been one big game and not all these small little like pointless oh, yeah. games. But it's one of those things where you just kind of match the... You would like match the like icons on the screen with your body and then that's how you get points. Yeah. I remember you played it once, a grand total of once. One time. And never again. Well, I think, too, like, it kind of, like, had similar concepts to, like, Just Dance, which became super big. But Just Dance was also much more refined. Oh, yeah, much more refined, but I guess it was kind of, like, a predecessor into the Mm. dance game where it's, like, taking the movements of your body rather than, like, buttons on the floor. Mm. So it was kind of that step into, like... And Just Dance was a was what basically it was Ubisoft's like Dance Dance Revolution. Mm. Like it was a phenomenal. It literally kept the Wii alive for oh, years. Oh yeah, that like, is the most fascinating thing about it. The like, Wii got more, kept getting Dance Dance Revolutions after the the uh, the Wii U was discontinued. You mean Just Dance? J- yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. Just Dance. <laughs> like the Wii, the the final Wii Wii version of Just Dance came out after the Wii U was discontinued. Wow. Like the Wii U did not get the final versions and stuff it was well i mean because it, it was gra- i mean let's face it the people playing just dance don't care about graphics that much well no it's more about like the it's more they made a lot they were able to make so many games because rather than like the actual graphics or anything people were like oh i want these new songs well that's what i'm saying like yeah. it's not the, the reason why the wii version was so the, the Wii, the reason it kept the Wii alive for so long was a people don't care about graphics that much with a dancing game, mm-hmm. and b the Wii was cheap and had the motion controls built in. Yeah. So it just it made the most sense. Well, it's funny too. One thing like, Just Dance was such a phenomenon too that like, there's just video clips of on YouTube of the actual dances, and like people don't even need the Wii for it. They just watch the video online. And they'll just do the dance because like, I remember when I was in college, like I had some Greek like life events and like some other things where we didn't have the like a, a Wii but we mm-hmm. were playing just dance by just like putting it on the screen and following it and like having people dance yeah I feel like it wasn't one of those games where it was really about the points it was more about just like kind of having fun mm. they had like goony little dances too because I know they had one that was like uh the Ghostbusters theme yeah and one of the people you would be was Slimer <laughs> the ghost and you had to, like, haunt people. It was, like... So they made it, like, goofy and fun and yeah. for all ages. And I just, it still cr- is crazy to me that it made the Wii last so much longer. It did. It prolonged the Wii's life, definitely. Um, so another... So it, we're going back a little bit. Another um, rhythm game that's very well known to this day was Parappa the Rapper. Parappa the Rapper. One of the, fir- one of the earliest, like, PS1 games and probably one of the most iconic rhythm games of all time. Yeah. And... Parappa is okay. I mean, it's one of those games that hasn't aged great, in my opinion. Like, it's it's a very basic rhythm game. It's mostly notable for its cool, like, art style with, like, the flat... It's very... It's kind of Paper Mario-like, in a way. Like, the flat, like, um, character designs and then the... 
it's mostly known for its goofy songs and like the crazy music and stuff. Like the, everyone remembers the famous like Cake Punch. It's all in the mind. Yeah. Um, like there's, there's a song he basically has a rap for like every uh, his whole entire life. Like did he have one about grilled cheese? I'm guessing. Oh, that's in uh, the sequel. <laughs> that one was in a prep or two. Um, but like the famous like the karate, the dr- getting your driver's license, going to the flea market, taking a shit. <laughs> there is literally one that's using the bathroom. Oh my god! Um, it's a fun little goofy game, and then it had like a spiritual successor called the. Uh, Unjammy Lammy or something like that, which was another cool like little guitar-based rhythm game. Unjammy Lammy. It's Umer. It's something like that. Umer Jammy Lammy or something. Um, there was Parappa Two, which was for the PS2, and then the most underrated game in that series was Vip Ribbon, which never came out over here officially. I do think they later did a digital version of it though. Hmm. That one was cool though, because you could put like your own actual song, like own CDs in it, and like do cool music. Hmm. Oh yeah. There it is. Yeah. Well, they had like an arcade cabinet. Oh, I'm sure they did at what? some point. Oh yeah, it's I bet they did. pretty cool. That's pretty neat. It has like the little guitars on it. Mm. And that's pretty And neat. I always say, so then there was, so continuing on though from that though, then another, we talked about it also previously, um, Donkey Konga. Donkey Konga. Donkey Konga was an interesting concept. Oh. Hi, Tillard. Um, was an interesting concept just because it was literally the bongo drums I still, to this day, like, Donkey Kong is pretty fun, but I always laugh about the American track listings a lot yeah. of the times. Because there was just something, I, I always laughed about how, like, the reason why Donkey Kong 2 was rated T yeah. was because of the music. <laughs> I mean, Send the Pain Below by Chevelle's in that game, and I always, I still love, love that endearingly for how just stupid it is. Yeah. But, um, aside from that now... I, I guess obviously the big, big rhythm game that w- honestly probably defines the 2000s into the 2010s <laughs> was Guitar Hero. Guitar Hero. Slash Rock Band. So Guitar Hero, I guess going back, was... It kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, it really did because suddenly just like Guitar Hero was here and everyone mm. had it. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone had it. Every, like, function had Like, schools had it. Like... Oh yeah, because it was just had it. such a blast of a game at the time, and it was so different and like. Well, in the group aspect, where like every like. Well, not quite group yet. Originally, it was just guitars. Oh okay. Because um, Guitar Hero One came out, and it was the creation of two companies. It was publisher Red Octane mm-hmm. and developer Harmonix, huh. um, and they made the first two games in the series, plus that really crappy 80s one yep um and what was weird about the games was the whole concept was it was kind of like garage band style because they had like really bad covers for all the songs in the games (laughs) but it was a pretty cool because you had this guitar shaped controller that you'd use and you could play guitar and bass and it was basically like you'd kind of mimic playing a guitar because you'd have the little flipper down below and then the buttons up above and you have to match them up as you play with the the screen with the thing that came down. Yep. And I always remember, what what always reminded me of, um, what Guitar Hero always brings, re-reminds me is how much it exposed... This is how you remind... Sorry. <laughs> the, it, what, what Guitar Hero did back in the day was it introduced a ton of people to, like, music, like, new... Oh, yeah. Like, stuff that was, like... We kind of alluded to in our music episode from way back when, but... Like it, it, it introduced people to like a different scene of music that no that was at the time kind of not popular anymore. Yeah. 
And it kind of. I, I remember one of the biggest ones was like Barracuda. Well, that was, was that one. was in three. Oh, that was in three. Whoopsie. Yeah, one and two had more like like stuff like Jessica, Y Y Z, a like, whole a whole bunch of crazy look songs. At the track list for I'm actually curious. Uh, Guitar Hero Hero One track list. I just want to see what songs were on there. There, there was a bunch of old classics. Um, was Daisy now? You I don't know. I'm sure there was Nickelback songs in there at I one hope point or there another. Was Nickelback songs. I hope. Oh, Ace of Spades. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> Park at the Moon. Uh, Audio Slave, Pantera, Cowboys from Hell, Cream, Some Forty One, Blue Oyster Cult, Godzilla. Remember though, these were all like bad covers. Higher Ground. Oh wait, is this like from Dave? Oh no. Uh, was it covers? Was it the first one? Yeah, in the first first uh, three games. Killer Queen, Iron Man, More Than a Feeling, Smoke on the Water. So, they were all basically, like, old school covers, and the way it worked was Harmonix... So Harmonix developed the games, Red Octane made the peripherals, mm-hmm. and published. Eventually, Activision bought out Red Octane. Yep. And the rights to the series. But they did not buy Harmonix. And Harmonix was instead bought out by MTV, I want to say. Oh, okay. So Harmonix and Red Octane would split after the Guitar Hero Ages Rock the 80s spinoff game. Mm-hmm. And what Activision did was they basically just did what Activision does best. And they took the Tony Hawk developer at the time, Neversoft, yep. and basically gave them Guitar Hero and said, here you go, make it work. <laughs> so Neversoft began making um, the next Guitar Hero entries in the form of guitar- starting with Guitar Hero three, and oh, this is actually sorry. I was looking at the track list for Guitar Hero two. They did actually have some songs that were it says like master recording. So yeah, so that was the point some... where they had money to start getting masters. Not three. all of them, but uh, My Chemical Romance Dead was one of the ones that they had the actual song for. So the master recordings officially, though, became like a mega thing by like three, where they oh, were yeah. just paying to get all of the masters. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, there was still a few exceptions. Yeah, they only had one, two, three, four. Only four mm-hmm. in the second one. But yeah, but around 3, this was the point where Neversoft took over developing and Red Octane. So it got confusing. It was Neversoft would make the games, Red Octane made the peripherals, yep. and Activision published. Hmm. But now they had more money so they could like start pushing out more. And 3 was the one that I remember was like the super hyped up one cuz 3 had like 3 had Slash in it. It had Tom Morello. Yeah, yeah, it did. It had Ms. Murder. <laughs> it did. Um yeah, and there was a ton of... I played the shit out of Guitar Hero It is funny, though, because there still is a bunch, though, that weren't... That weren't... That were covers. Like, there's still... Yeah, they had to, like... There was... Most of them were mastered by this point, but there was still a few. Yeah. It is funny. Like, oh, Weezer, Iron Maiden, Metallica, Rolling Stone. Yeah. Black so, Sabbath was a no-no. They didn't want... But what's interesting is... Harmonix, at this point, decided... Because they could not make Guitar Hero anymore, they just make their own series, which oh. they would call Rock Band. Rock Band. And Rock Band, for all intents and purposes, is literally Guitar Hero. Yes. But Rock Band's gimmick was um, they added in drums mm. and vocals, yeah. along with the guitar and bass. And, yeah. 
Although they enlisted Mad Cats to make the controllers, and the controllers were significantly cheaper. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we had the Guitar Hero guitar, and we had the Rock Band guitar. And the Rock Band guitar and was flimsy as shit. Feel, like, the quality difference was they very also, obvious. They also had a licensing agree with, agreement with Fender, um, as opposed to Rock Guitar Hero, which had a licensing agreement with um, Gibson. So they had two different guitar types. They also uh, had some songs that were covers, but mm. uh, for the most part, most of them were... Well, because they had MTV as a owner, mm. plus EA was the publishing the games. Yeah, because like, Black Hole Sun wasn't a cover uh, for Soundgarden. Uh, and I always remember Rock Band 2 kind of went for more of a more modern aesthetic rather than the classic aesthetic that mm. um, uh, Guitar Hero went for. Mm. So, of course, after this, Rock Band gains a lot of traction. Oh, yeah. And Guitar Hero immediately decides... All right, we need to add drums. We have to copy this. So Guitar Hero World Tour comes out. And World Tour is the one I have the most memories of, just because that was, like, the big one where they finally added in drums and stuff. And keep in mind, though, people, like, these sets Hmm. cost about, like, 100 something $200 each. And, oh, my God, they littered stores. Like, they were everywhere back in the day. And you had to have the Guitar Hero oh, yeah. drum set, blah, 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 the whole thing. And I always you remember... you had to hang out with your friends oh, yeah. and play it. And, like, I always remember, too, because you'd had, like, you needed the two guitars, you needed the drum set, you needed the mics, um, plus all the games, because mm. the games only had limited song choices. And it was, like, nuts. And these things, I swear, they would, like... There was points where, like, they would just be shelves of them lining. Oh, and yeah. keep in mind, there's two separate series, and it... Thankfully, they did let you, like, use the Guitar Hero guitars and Rock Band guitars, vice versa, as long as the system was the same. Yep. But, oh man, they were... It, it was nuts. Yeah. That's your cat. You know, making it. But, um, yeah, and I always remember, too, like, by Guitar Hero World Tour, like, this is where they started getting really, like, expansive with stuff, like... Yeah. Because they had, like, these full-on, like, story modes they were trying to, like, build up at each game. Mm. And then it was, like, all these freaking, like, crazy things. Like, So what I noticed is Rock Band was mostly about the gameplay, I seem to notice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Guitar Hero was about the look and the feel and how extra it was. Cause the, I remember, it was the whole package. Yeah, because yeah. I remember World Tour had, like, um, Jimi Hendrix was in World Tour. Yeah. And I always remember because... So a thing with Rock Band, well, not Rock Band, Guitar Hero, we'll get into it later, was they would license out the likenesses of certain um, mm. artists. Because, like, Slash was in three, uh, Tom Morello was in three. Was think, Metallica? Because there's well, a late, ton we'll of get, Metallica. We'll get to that later. Okay. Um, there was uh, Tom Morello, not Tom Morello, I already said him. Uh, um... Oh, uh, Brett Michaels was uh, also an all, a singing uh, like you could you could set him as an optional singer, oh, and he cool. would just sing random songs. <laughs> but in a uh, world tour, they actually have Jimi Hendrix in it, and the Hendrix family to get his likeness in the game. The Hendrix family literally made it one hundred percent. Like the the way that they basically worded the contract was, Jimmy could only play and sing on his songs. Mm. Like and so, he only appears for two songs in the game, which were. Um, I, I forget the songs. I think it was like uh, Purple Haze and... Uh, I think I think that's right. I'm actually looking at the song list. Th- they were two of his more well-known songs, though. But, um, yeah, those were the only two songs that you could play as Jimi Hendrix. But there were other artists that they would add in, and then you could just use them as anything. Like, I believe, like, 
uh, Ozzy's in the game at one point, and so is Zach Wild, and <laughs> a whole bunch of crazy shit. Yeah. And I remember because Guitar Hero was always just so extra. Oh yeah. Like the final battle in um, Guitar Hero Three is it's um you're literally guitar duel against the devil <laughs> and the song you play is a is a heavy metal rendition of a devil went down to georgia oh that's hilarious which is funny um but anyways guys we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back Whee! and we're back we're back. <laughs> you okay there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thought it was good. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> anyway. You good? <laughs> I gotta take a sippy. Um, oh yeah, we were drinking coffee in case anyone was wondering. But, uh, oh yeah, what are you drinking, Bill? Coffee. What kind? Black. It's cold brew. I'm drinking an iced white mocha from our favorite coffee little place because we went to... Crapper bale this morning. <laughs> this morning. Yeah. But anyways, so continuing on. So, Guitar Hero and Rock Band were like the party games for oh, a yeah. long time. Like, you couldn't go to a party without someone being like, let's play Rock, rock Band. Band. Yeah. Let's play Guitar Hero. And it was like, even if you <laughs> sucked at the games, you still played just because everyone was playing. Yeah. But, like me. Yeah. <laughs> so, this always reminds me of one of my greatest, like... <laughs> <laughs> one of the um, Ew, one of my fa- one of my favorite just moments ever was, um, I was having a uh, I think it was a birthday party or something, and I had a bunch of uh, associates over former, uh, associates. former associates as you as we say, uh, see the RuneScape <laughs> episode for more info, um, and we were playing guitar here in the basement, so we had literally all the guitars set up, the drums, and someone was singing. And you know the whole the concept of like the disappointed dad like just yep. look. So watching anime like all these things never got the disappointed dad look. That more just confused kind of stare and walking yeah. away. Just like yeah, whatever. The one time in my life where I never <coughs> ever got the disappointed dad stare. We were down in the basement all playing Guitar Hero, doing that. And I just remember him walking by, just watching us for a few minutes. And I turned around, and he just had the look of disappointment what, on his face. Like, you and have an actual just, bass guitar. Yeah. Play that. <laughs> no, it was literally just the look of like, what the fuck did I do? What the what the fuck happened yeah. in life? What did I was, do to fail as it a was, father? Because it was te- we were terrible. Like, <laughs> I think actually I forget who was singing, but one of them was singing no street no sleep like the streets of. No Sleep to Brooklyn or whatever. Oh, okay. In, like, this, like, really bad monotone. <laughs> and it was like, this is bad. It is bad. Didn't you guys try and do a band at one point? We don't need to talk about that. Yeah, you did. Because, no, like, you played bass or drums, and uh, no, no. one of them I played never the played, saxophone. I never played drums or didn't they both play the saxophone? I don't remember. Wasn't it two saxophones? <laughs> it wasn't a band. It was a joke. That's all I'm going to say. Um, moving on Bring now. it back. No. Revival. <laughs> Moving on though from that, um, yeah. The, <laughs> so the it was a pretty big party game at the time. Literally, even like high school had it all the time. Oh yeah. I remember when someone brought a fucking PlayStation in to play Guitar Hero one day. That was that was wild. That was extra. Um, so Guitar Hero and Rock Band would keep growing, and we would start getting like more expansive ideas. Like there was 
uh, artist-specific entries. Like, you yeah. had... I think the first real one, there was, like, ACDC... There was, like, an ACDC rock band pack. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Guitar Hero would one that up by doing an entire game. Oh, yeah. So there was the There's first... Van Halen. Well, well, we'll get to that. There was first... The first one was Aerosmith. Oh, okay. And I had Guitar Hero Aerosmith, and it actually introduced me to a lot of Aerosmith songs at the mm. time. Um, and it was cool because you played as Aerosmith, but there was also, like, other songs that would be interspliced with it. Yeah. So it still felt like another entry in the series. Hmm. And then following that, then Rock Band also did, like, a Black Sabbath thing. Metallica. Now, Metallica was the one that was super overhyped, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Because people went nuts about Guitar Hero Metallica. Yeah. And I was always like, I'm not a big Metallica fan, so I was like, whatever. Mm. But um, I remember because people, we went on a school field trip once, and it was like to New York. Yeah. And one of the things is they went to like the, this one of those big game stores. Mm-hmm. And I remember one of the people, like it wasn't my group, but it was another group. Mm-hmm. I was in the group with the former associates, but there was another group. That went it. to the banana store. We don't need to talk about that <laughs> again, but... Um, they the freaking um he was all butthurt because he didn't get to play guitar hero he didn't get to play the demo kiosk for guitar hero metallica because one of the other kids hogged it the whole time That's and i'm like hilarious. dude I, I just like i'm like dude it's fucking guitar hero you played it once you've played them all yeah you didn't get to play whatever metallica song hmm. so That's and then funny. so to one up guitar hero metallica rock band had rock band beatles Which was, like, the super extra, like, crazy a ton of, um, like, there was a ton of, um, the the way they did it. Like, they made it super extra, like, the background stuff. It was only Mm -hmm. Beatles songs, which was really cool. Yeah. Um, that was one of the few times where I kind of wished I had had a rock band game Mm. at the time. And then uh, Guitar Hero followed that up with their last band-specific one, which was Van Halen. Yes. Although the Van Halen one was super controversial. Oh, why? Well, the problem is it's Van Halen, and they only did the David Lee Roth era songs. Like, they didn't even include a single Sammy Hagar song. Um, they they just made it, like, really... It was annoying, because it was very much clearly only referring to one era of the band. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't particularly good, either. It was kind of just a meh game and this was kind of the point where like people were starting to get really <laughs> tired of because at this point now we had guitar hero rock band then there was also band hero band yeah, yeah hero. band hero that was a thing guitar hero five band hero dj hero band hero i gotta look at that band hero was more like family friendly songs and like more modern pop hits oh. and stuff um, I remember, I remember because No Doubt was mad because they they didn't read their contract because uh-huh. No Doubt was in the thing and people were really mad that Gwen Stefani would sing on male vocals. Oh. Even though they could have you know read the contract better and but no, whatever. Uh, there was also uh, the the Kurt Cobain controversy because Kurt Cobain was in uh, Guitar Hero Five I want to say, mm-hmm. and. Courtney Love was very upset that he could play on any song and even female vocals. Oh. Which then they responded back to her, "You signed the contract." Because yeah. you you bet she was probably drugged out of her mind when she signed it mm-hmm. or something and didn't actually read it. Yeah. But that's who knows. It's <laughs> whenever I see shit like that, I'm like, yeah, they didn't read their contracts very well. Yeah. 
What I did not realize, like I'm looking at a list of all the games, and like I did there not was realize Guitar made that many games. There was a sh- and they all came in. It was a yearly thing because it's the Activision way: milk it till it's dead and yeah. move on. And then it's interesting though because like it just kind of stopped, mm. and then like just disappeared. Like no one played it anymore. No one well, because really we got to the point where Guitar Hero Warriors of Rock and. Uh, Rock Band 3, I think, at the time. Mm-hmm. They were... No one bought them. Yeah. They just kind of flopped because people were tired of it. Yeah. And all, or they already basically had it. Like. Oh, yeah, and the peripheral... They kept making new peripherals, and everyone already had the peripherals at this mm. point. So they were just gathering dust. Most people, like, like you, could, you couldn't even take them to a used game store because no one wanted them. Yeah. Because they just feel like it's worthless. Yeah. Like, what are we going to do with that? Yeah. And most of them ended up just getting tossed. Like, I know we we tossed the drum sets. Yeah. Those got just tossed in the trash. Yeah. Um, I still have the guitars somewhere. Oh, okay. Um, I, I held on to those because you never know. Yeah, you know. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people use the, the microphones for early podcasting. Oh, really? Yeah, I know a lot of people use, like, the mics for uh, commentary and stuff because they were available. That's so funny. And yeah, the yeah. series, it just died. Like, yeah. I remember, like, DJ Hero 2 was, I think, the the last, like, game for a while. Yeah. But um, then after that, this it kind of got quiet for a while. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, we had this weird... They decided, it's been a long enough, let's try and revive it. Yeah. And then we got Guitar Hero Live and oh. Rock Band 4. And by this point, Harmon X was independent again. Yeah. So they released Heart Rock Band 4 on their own. Yeah. And Rock Band 4 was literally just a continuation of the previous stuff. Hmm. Um, and I it actually it actually bankrupted Mad Cats, the company, because the game bombed and oh, Mad Cats no. made all the peripherals, but no one really misses Mad Cats. Because well, they made shit, but they, they made garbage anyways. But well, well, everyone has a Mad Cats third-party controller. Yeah. But um, <laughs> besides that, we also had uh, Guitar Hero Live. And Guitar Hero yeah. Live was... PS4 and Xbox. Yeah, and it was very... So the idea was kind of interesting where it was like pre... It was like live action, like video footage. Mm-hmm. And it had a very different guitar setup, like controller. Like they did redesign everything. Yeah. Problem is though, it had like this weird like subscription like ish kind of thing. Like it, mm-hmm. you couldn't just pick songs to play. It kind of like was what was available at the time. I don't even think it's playable anymore. I think it's like... Oh, really? Yeah, I think it's dead now, because I think it needed an online server to work. Oh, But I remember I watched, I saw if, I saw someone playing it once, I'm like, this just looks dumb. Like, it, it didn't look good at all. It looked overly simplistic and just kind of like, eh. Yeah. And Rock Band 4 was just another rock band, but... Yeah. And it basically was like one of those quick, like, they're back, here. and, and they're, they're gone. gone. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was like... It was one of those things where they tried to cash in on something that was deader than dead. Yeah. And that was just it. And it's since then, Harmon X is still around, doing something. Mm. Um, Red Octane got closed down during the end of the original Guitar Hero cycle. Neversoft has since been merged into Infinity Ward to be forever on the Call of Duty making train. And yeah, well actually, Activision itself is a dumpster fire of a company as itself, so... Yeah. That was an era of gaming that's just gone. Yep. It's kind of crazy, like, because I remember that period of time, like, definitively, and it just, like, It came and went very quick. Like, it was big, and then it was gone. 
And just like that. But, you know, you can still go to arcades and find Guitar Hero cabinets. Oh, yeah. Like, they're still around and perfectly playable. Because th- at an arcade, that's perfectly fine. Yeah. But other than that, though, that was, like, probably the peak of, like, mainstream rhythm games. Yeah. Because rhythm games haven't gone anywhere. They're still very common in, like, the world. Yep. Like, um, you can find them on anything. Like, one of my personal favorites of all time is... Um, Theoretium, uh, Final Fantasy, I think it's called. Oh, okay. And essentially it's a rhythm game of nothing but Final Fantasy games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you kinda, it's kind of cool because it's very much... It's very similar to a game called Elite Beat Agents. Oh, okay. Which was a, a cult classic... Um, it, it was like a cult classic uh, rhythm game for the DS, like way back, where you just kind of... You played as these, like, elite, the Elite Beat Agents, and mm-hmm. it was super extra, like... And the songs were super goofy, but it, it had so much charm and character to it. Hmm. And, uh, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, uh Final Fantasy at Theatrium was kind of like the same. Mm-hmm. Where it was just, you got to play as a whole bunch of, like, Final Fantasy songs. And it was, it's a great time killer game. And they had a Dragon Quest version too, but it never came out over here, which I'm still mad about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there was also the Persona dancing games, which are <laughs> another one of my favorites, because they're... They're kind of like Hatsune Miku in a way, like yep. th- that style of game, mm-hmm. where it's like you tap tap the buttons in the screen, and they're very like uh, quick and like timing based. Yep. And though, but those ones use like remix tracks and stuff, which is super fun, mm. just because Persona music is already very dance heavy as it is. Yep. And then you got even like dancier like uh, remixes just to add to it. I know too. Like um, when I was in Japan studying abroad. Rhythm games were, like, the most popular games in, like, arcades. Like, if it had, like, it would have a crane section, and then, like, there's one that was close to us when I was in Kyoto where it had multiple floors. The first floor was crane games. The second floor was all rhythm games. The third floor was gambling, and then the top floor was, like, fighting games and, like, extra. But literally, a whole floor dedicated just to rhythm games. Like, and you'd see people there for hours. Like, we'd walk in like the first hour and then like we'd leave like at like the third hour and that person would still be there playing the game mm. like it's intense there and they're super fun like one of the games that i actually got to replay recently um was it's a sega console and it's called uh Chunism? i did not say that right c-u-a-c-h-u-n-i Chun- it's something. It's it's yeah. it's some. But it's basically kind of like, it's kind of like Guitar Hero esque, where you have to press buttons, but it's like a keypad, almost like a piano keys, and like you have to like kind of hold it and use both your hands and like da 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 da. And I was able to play it actually. They had one at the arcade I went to um, in Worcester, and it was so fun. Like it had so many like. Well, what made it even more fun was just that it had like a bunch of anime songs so i was getting super into it like one of them was the attack on titan theme like the very first one that's like and we were doing that and it was like so hard too because it was like it had a lot going on but that one was super fun to play but in japan like the rhythm games are definitely like alive and super well like oh yeah they're like the most popular even like when we went to like that round one uh, arcade bar like there was most of that arcade stuff was rhythm games yeah because they had um 
they had like these uh, Final Fantasy Theatrium games. I really wanted to play them, but they were hogging people were hogging them the entire oh, night. Oh yeah. And I'm not a person to like really. It, I I wasn't gonna even deal with that. I was just like whatever. I know. I'm like trying to see what rhythm games they have at round one, because I'm looking at. Oh, there's just tons of them. Like I kind of want to go to a round one now. We should find one. There was one at literally at the Holy Oak Mall. Oh yeah, we should go to it at some point. But um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rhythm games are are nuts, and like, it's funny too because they're literally all the same thing. When you really think about it, oh, we didn't talk about Rocksmith. What's a Rocksmith? Rocksmith. The Rocksmith is a fun, fun little experiment. Mm-hmm. So during the Guitar Hero craze, and you had all the Guitar Hero clones, Rocksmith is, in my opinion, probably the most interesting idea. Mm-hmm. So Rocksmith was a well, it's not really so much a game. Yep. It's more of a teaching tool. Because Rocksmith used an actual guitar. Oh, okay. Or bass. Um, and what, what it would do is it would actually give you lessons and teach you how to play the songs oh. on the guitar slash bass. And it actually was a pretty cool little tool like for just learning different songs and yeah. like things. Because uh, you could use your own guitar. You didn't have to like buy a special one. Because oh. it just came with a, a USB like an adapter into guitar guitar jack thing, oh. and that's how it would work. That's so cool. It was. It was a cool idea, and you could buy songs online to play along with the ones that were already there, mm. just to have additional like options and stuff. And I was I remember it, it worked pretty well. Like I had I have the PS3 version somewhere. Mm. I mean I did enjoy it for what it was for what it was worth. Yeah. Uh, the thing is though, it's one of those things where you just have to stay dedicated to it. Yeah. And I just never had the time. Uh. Because life. Yeah, I'm looking at pictures. It's already, it looks pretty sick. Looks no, pretty it worked. Cool. It yeah. worked very well. Like yeah. I just wish, um, I wish it had come out earlier than it did. Because mm-hmm. that's pro- that's kind of why I didn't have time to play it. Yeah. As much as I wanted to. No, because you moved on from other things. You know. I'm trying to think of some other rhythm games. Um, do you, Do you remember Tap Tap Revenge? No. Tap Tap Revenge was an iOS game, um, and it was basically just kind of like Guitar Hero-ish, oh! but you just tap the things on the screen. Oh my god, yes, I remember this now. Everybody, I think pictures. everybody played Tap Tap Revenge at That's one point. so funny. Yeah, they, they went on for a while. I'm not sure if they still, you can even still play these things anymore, but... Um, I wonder iPhone rhythm games, I'm just curious. There's probably a ton of them. I, I played... I played Tetris beat. Tetris. I'm. I'm not surprised. There's a Tetris music game. Tap tap revenge. Uh, Osu. 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 Oh, I only know Osu because of um. Reddit place. <laughs> because of Reddit. Because <laughs> they were, they they have their spot and, Comey was on top of it. Yeah. For a while there. And then Comey merged, they merged and became one. Yep. Yeah, that was they're, they're they're everywhere. Yeah, I still think arcades are the perfect place for them these days, though. Mm. Rhythm games are both are perfect for arcades or like if you're just like on like a train or something and you have like a, a handheld and the headphones. Yeah, like no, because it kind of keeps you active, but also keeps you. Like, it also stimulates okay. your brain a little. Yeah. Like it keeps you from like being dead on the inside. I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah, especially on a train, like ooh, yeah, or a plane or an automobile. I'm trying to I'm trying to think because like. <laughs> There was, they're definitely party games still to this mm. day. 
I feel like, too, rhythm games were, like, incorporated in a lot of, like, licensed games. Like, as a mini game. Oh, yeah, there's always some sort of rhythm that thing. That Hannah Montana game was, Ugh. like, majority of it. Where the Diaz was, majority of them were, like, mini rhythm games. Whether it be her dancing or, like, oh, spe- there was, like, an actual guitar and drum part of it. Speaking of, like, additional, like... <laughs> added um <laughs> like unnecessary things when it came to like um guitar hero and rock band to go back to that tangent for a minute mm-hmm. do you remember lego rock band lego rock band the thing that nobody asked for why because it money money lego rock yeah it was a ds it was a ds game a ds oh my god no it was a wii game too oh, they made a wii one oh they did it was a wii and an xbox game too. i just remember the ds version there was also oh there was also the DS Guitar Hero games. Ew, ew, I hate I hate this. I hate everything about this picture. Yeah. <laughs> no, the, the, I guess one last thing was the DS Rock Band games where it was like the most like how extra can you be? Oh, I had a DS Guitar Hero. Game yeah, and you too. couldn't you couldn't figure out how it worked. No, it didn't work. Like whatever add-on thing just did not work. So the way that those were designed where they had this, like, peripheral that went in the DS... So, fun fact, these these things are unplayable uh, depending on the system you have. Because mm. uh, it had this, like, little, like, four-button, four like, Guitar Hero controller strap mm-hmm. that would attach to the DS via the GBA slot. And then you get it came with a guitar pick stylus. Yeah. And you'd, like, you'd strum one of the screens as, like, the input as you touch the buttons yeah it was like to play it was a cool idea like you know to play guitar here on the go but did you want to be the guy (laughs) also like mine just didn't work like mine the gba thing it did not work i don't think you're well either you got a defective cart or i had a defective one then yeah i just remember being really fucked it wouldn't work i remember (laughs) that didn't work Oh uh, yeah, I, I always remember that though. Uh, there was also one on the PSP, but I remember, I remember it being lame. <laughs> handheld, yeah, handheld. Handheld, like, it, I mean, like you can have fun handheld rhythm game, but it depends on how you. Well, yeah, theatrium's great. Yeah. But anyways, I think we've kind of reached our course on this one. Um, so yeah, rhythm yeah. games, they exist. They're never going away. Nope. And they are the greatest time wasters of all time. <laughs> yep. You saw a Vocaloid performance in Japan, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Uh, that was probably one of the coolest things I did in Japan. I saw it was um it was actually um it was called I think like they called it the Snow Miku concert because I was in Sapporo during like peak snow time and at their snow festival, and it was uh Hatsune Miku Snow Miku concert and she had like this cute little snow design but that was pretty sick i will say um that was the coolest experience i think i had in japan because like you saw those videos of like the hologram like hologram um like anime character concerts where like the crowd all has glow sticks and they're like yeah yeah and i lived through that like i was there i was in the crowd and i had a glow stick too and i was jamming out it was the was the sickest thing I've ever done. Yeah. Look at me. Hillary. I always remember craziness like that. Ooh, come here. Come here. But. Come here. Anyways, while she yells at her cat. Come here. Um, once again, guys, thank you for joining us on the Gaming and Collecting Podcast. The Gaming and Collecting Podcast can be found on all your major podcasting platforms, particularly <laughs> Apple and Spotify. Um, we are made using Anchor Podcasts, and you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter, along with Good Pods. And the episodes do eventually come out on YouTube 
might be a bit right now just because of how the living situation is. Oh, but yeah. um, until then, guys, we will see you all next time. And thanks again for listening. Bye. Till you want to say bye? No. She just Dead gave start. you the look. Wow. How freaking rude. Maybe if I shake her butt. Shake that butt. Shake that butt. Okay. <laughs> bye. <laughs> right. No, 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 no. Get down from there. Tillard? Mm-hmm.